While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch. Others rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing that they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. And it just so has that one of my friends adopted a Yorkie Terrier last week. His name is Hiccup, and he's as happy as can be with his new pet owner. And a few trivia points here for you. Did you know that only 44% of dogs and 47% of cats in American homes come from animal shelters and rescue groups? Also, the unique qualities of each and every shelter pet add up to an incredible bond between every shelter pet and parent. So if you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. Even the Batmobile don't hold the road like this, bitch. Tight pants and fast cars don't make you Batman, Mike. Buzz, buzz, Get me the fuck out of this car. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Film Optics Podcast. My name is Christian, and today we're going to be reviewing Bad Boys for Life. And as always, I'm joined by Devin. How are you doing today, buddy? How was your weekend? It was pretty swell. It was pretty swell? Have we been Bad Boys for Life? Um... I, I, I like to think so, to be completely honest. You know, it's what it's been since high school, so that's pretty much your, our entire lives so far, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or to quote Martin Lawrence, we need to be good men now. Yeah, <laughs> good men for life. <laughs> Doesn't really uh, roll off the tongue, does it? I mean, I get where he's coming from, but eh, it's not not quite the same uh, catchiness to there. But yeah, man, it was a great weekend. Had a lot of football action. Uh, a little disappointed that the uh, Titans weren't able to pull through. But, hey, man, it's it's 49ers and Chiefs. You, yeah, I, I hear you're uh, t- taking on the Chiefs there. Yeah, why not? They've only won it once. That's, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's been a while since they've won. And, you know, like you were saying earlier, we can't, uh, can't, let, can't let those uh, grubby 49ers match our uh, Steelers 6. We're, we already got one, uh, one, one team that's, you know, able to do that so far. And, unfortunately, it's the Patriots. But, yeah. hey. Hey, they, they weren't able to go for a seventh this year, so got to thank the Titans for that one. <laughs> yeah, our little our little Cinderella did the best they could. Yeah, oh, I swear, man, it was, it, it, and I was I was really I thought they were gonna you know pull through, but I mean this is this is Kansas we're talking about. Like they they just came out and just dominated. But Patrick Mahomes, the man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's quite something, man. One of my buddies, he's a big Chiefs fan, and man, he was getting so much ridicule. We uh, got some wings before the game, and, you know, being down here in Music City doesn't exactly make it a friendly place to be. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't really say too much for the uh, uh, for the Green Bay Packers. I was really hoping they pulled through, but I think it's 49ers for you. So, I don't know. Uh, forgive me, excuse me. Uh, my voice is a little uh, raspy today. Um, I'm kind of have like half of a cold, but I'm going to do the best that I can. Uh, fortunately, I'm not using my 
new microphone yet, so that's a lot of fun. I'm not sure if I told you that, Devin. I think I did. I can't remember. But yeah, I got a new microphone, so surprise. <laughs> exciting. But, yeah, very exciting. Uh, hopefully be able to get everything set up uh, by next recording, so... Um, probably just keep this uh, little mic, you know, just for backup sessions and whatnot. But yeah, let's just uh, get right into the review here. So let me uh, read the synopsis here really quick, and then we'll kind of just give our um, our initial thoughts. You know, do a little bit of a non-spoiler section, and then we'll just head on into spoilers. And the synopsis reads: The Bad Boys, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, are back together for one last ride. <laughs> That's what they thought. That's what they thought. Sony was like, no, no, no. (laughs) We got to keep it going. Uh, For one last ride (laughs) in the highly anticipated Bad Boys for Life. Now, I will say, um, I did not think this was very highly anticipated at first. But when I saw the movie, I was blown away and actually it was a lot better than I thought. But Yes, that's a common sentiment I've been hearing. I think yeah. when everyone saw it was coming out in January, everyone was just like, oh, that's, that's not good. Um, yeah. Normally January, February are kind of like the super slow months. Well, February's been uh, getting better recently, but January is usually like the real dog shit. Yeah. Well, like well, the well, grudge. <laughs> the grudge, underwater. I heard underwater was okay. But yeah, well, what did we review last year? Uh, January, my God, what was our first? It was Glass. Oh. That was was rough. That was very, very rough. But, hey. But anyway, uh, the directors are uh, uh, Adli El Abari and uh, Bilia Fala. I think I'm pronouncing it. I'm probably butchering that name, but that's okay. Writers are Chris uh, Bremner and Peter Craig, along with four other credits. And stars Will Smith, Vanessa Hudgens, uh, Alexander Ludwig, and, of course, Martin Lawrence. Just how, to name Mar- how's Martin Lawrence fourth on the, on the credits? What is this? I know. They, 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 they literally put, it goes with Will Smith, Vanessa Hudgens, then Alexander, and then Martin Lawrence. I don't know. Maybe it's like, like weight size or something. I mean, yeah, Martin's getting older. He's put on a few more pounds. But, I mean, Will Smith, he's been, looks pretty good. He's pretty much been in pretty good shape his entire life, honestly. So, I don't know. But that is kind of, IMDb did him, uh, kind of like, did him dirty there for a little bit. But, I don't know. Oh, well. But, uh, so, what were your initial thoughts about this, uh, Devin? Just kind of wanted to get the feel for the room here you know any high expectations or i honestly thought this was gonna bomb i'm like not even lying i thought it was gonna bomb yeah definitely leading up there was like pretty much no expectations like pretty low but then i kept hearing people that were seeing it saying how much it actually was pretty good so my expectations kind of went up a little bit and the movie definitely met or exceeded those expectations and it was just a really fun rated r like actually rated r like comedy action movie yeah it really was come by those nowadays it really is it really and and it's very hard for you know we live in a world where there's all these sequels and you know oh like let's like even if we don't really have plans for a sequel let's like set one up just to you know just in case but it's like you know literally as soon as i got out of the theater and i saw you know bad boys for life which i have a few gripes with the movie but overall i thought it was very good but um as soon as they get out of the theater you know checking twitter seeing what everyone else thinks about the movie and 
it was like, oh, and this is a little bit of a spoiler for everyone. Uh, there's going to be a Bad Boys 4. And, and so it's like, yeah. I was like, okay. I, I definitely do have an issue, some issues with that. Decision. Yeah. Because, like, it's I mean, the whole narrative. It's like, it was, it was built to be one last ride. Ride together, die. It says it on the poster right there. Like, it's, it's too much. And, and just the title being wasted. Yeah. On this instead of the fourth one. They literally could have just called this Bad Boys 3 and then Bad Boys 4 Life. I mean, wasted opportunity. I mean, honestly, Nintendo did the same thing with the Switch. I still, to this day, think they should have been called this, uh, the Light Switch. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, it, come, come on. Like, that's it's just right there. Same thing with White Claws. Santa Claus. Really? Like, it was all right there in front of their faces. They couldn't do it. Just a some, huge... Some things just don't work out. I gotta I mean, talk to you. Obviously, for Sony, it does make sense business-wise because this movie is like killing it in the box office right now, which kind of surprised everybody. But um, so it's not too surprising that they're doing another sequel. I just one of the issue I have is that apparently Michael Bay is gonna come back to direct that one. Yeah, I'm not but too I crazy think, about that. I think the reason this one was like so pleasantly surprising is because it wasn't Michael Bay, like having his dumb jump cuts and weird action sequences like it was much more easier to watch and more enjoyable without him no offense michael bay <laughs> and, you, and your bay him yeah we've, we've seen your transformer movies trust me it's it's all just just one giant giant mess but it no, just doesn't make sense for them to go back to him after this one was pretty well made with these two and Sony's, yeah, Sony's always been that type of company, uh, whether it be in the film industry or even gaming uh, industry. Sometimes it just things just don't make sense, and it's like, okay, you have a great director. I mean, if they said, hey, you know, I'm a one and done type of guy, I, you know, I'll come in and do Bad Boys, or maybe there were creative differences. It's just. I, it's like I feel like you know yes like a lot of people like the past two bad boy movies I mean I thought they were okay like yeah they have their funny moments but I mean it's you know directed by Michael Bay and it's like oh you know let's make bad boy streets like well let's have someone else come in and do it see how things go you know like you said yeah, it's a nice fresh take. yeah it's it's a nice fresh take it's th this is literally Star Wars like all over again you I mean granted you know, you have J.J. Abrams who did Force Awakens, and then you had uh, Ryan Johnson who did uh, Last Jedi, say what you will about it, and made a crap ton of money. We both personally liked it ourselves. It was something new. It was something fresh. It was something different. And then it's like, you know what? Even though it made a lot of money, and it's like, you know, some fans aren't too crazy about it, I'd say it's a very divisive 50-50. I would not say that one side of the fan base hates it more than the other. Um, but it's like, hey, let's let's go back to J.J. Abrams. It's the same thing with Sony. It's like, well, let's go back to Michael Bay. Why? And I'm not saying, you know, J.J. Abrams is a bad director, but it's like you have this new fresh and, you know, this new take on the whole Bad Boys franchise. Why not just roll with it and see where it goes instead of just going back to the same old director? We already know, expect with Michael Bay. He's made two Bad Boy films before. And it's like you, you want you want to change it up a bit, you know. I I don't want to be having you know, uh, the same dinner every single day for like a week or two. It gets stale. It's too predictable. And I mean, I I, I honestly think, and you know, I I feel like they're already starting 
um, filming on Bad Boys 4, even though that's not really the case. It's just they make it seem like it is, and it's like, oh, like this. We both like I I saw it this past Friday. So it's like it, it was opening weekend, and they're just like, "Oh, Bad Boys Four coming out," and it's like, "Yeah, what? Like you're yeah, not even gonna let this some pretty, some pretty high projections come in." Yeah, like you're not even gonna let this like breathe for like maybe like a month or a few weeks or something like that. It's just like no, it's it's like what PlayStation did with. It. I'm not sure if you heard this, but they um they trademarked like PS like six all the way up through like ten or eleven. I'm like, okay, let's. Pump the brakes. PlayStation 5 isn't even out yet. So, like, you're getting way, way too ahead of yourself. And I feel like a lot of these studios are starting to do that. And they're always too worried about the next big thing. Focus on what you have right now. See how people like it. See, you know, you, you have to let a movie breathe instead of just, oh, Bad Wars 4 coming out, whatever. But I, I, I don't know. But <clears throat> I, I know we've been talking about the whole... You know, I guess the negative connotation for that, but was there anything else you wanted to add before we get into more of uh, the positive non spoiler stuff? I think it's time to get into our review. All right, so everyone, uh, we're going to play a quick clip of the uh, Bad Boys for Life here for you. And that'll be like your little spoiler warning. It's about 30, 45 seconds. And then we're going to head straight into our spoiler section. All right, we'll meet at the club at 2300. You see, so wear your Sunday best. This is a grab, we're in, we're out, no bodies. This raid is strictly non-lethal. Non-lethal. Uh, has anyone informed the bad guys? ACLU rounds, rubber. Trust me, you'll enjoy them. You get to shoot as much as you want. Bad boys, bad boy. Hey, what, what you gonna, gonna do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when we come hey, in? Hey, 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 uh-uh, no, uh, no. Never. Y'all will never do that again. And we're back. Spoiler section. Let's go. So, yeah, Will Smith's son being the uh, the villain. What was uh, that all about? I don't uh, know. To me, that's kind of the weakest point of the movie. It felt oh. very Gemini Manny. Which is, oh my god, I forgot about Gemini Man. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> it just felt so similar to that because that just came out and then it's Will Smith again and it's also his son again trying to kill him again. It's, it's just not Will Smith of... trying to kill Will Smith. <laughs> it's yeah. just not Will Smith tra- not trying to kill Will Smith. It's like Latino Will Smith trying to kill regular Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's like, hey, it's like we're going to take the concept of the Gemini Man and just make it better. But I do agree. I, 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 do, I do like them making the villains like actually related or like like having relationships with the main character because that means that it means much more to everybody what's going on right and you know we we talked about this in star wars before yes like star wars does this like a lot and even with like the original trilogy george uh, lucas does a lot of you know repetitive uh themes within his movies but for this yeah it is a fresh take because you know within the bad boys universe this is kind of like a first so, and, you know, it kind of did come as a shock, but that wasn't, like, the number one shock for me. The number one shock for me is when, um, oh, my gosh, was it um, Alexander Ludwig? The guy who, uh, no, that wasn't him. Oh, my God, he was hysterical, though. Um, the uh, the head chief, the chief who died, oh, did yeah, not that's... see that 
That's, that's one of the best things that these directors uh, pulled off was like having these moments where um, something sh- like surprising happens and you just didn't didn't see it happening because most movies like especially action comedies there's like there's like some some beats that you can like kind of sniff out or something's about to happen where like yeah music will start playing or like music will change into something more serious you could tell someone's about to get shot but this yeah. one. They just went right for the jugular, like literally. Yeah, Captain Howard, that was his name. Uh, Joe uh, Pantoliana. Pantoliana. Yeah, Pantoliana. There you go. Yeah, I did not expect him to die at all. Like, even when Will Smith, when, when Mike, when Will Smith's character got shot, I was yeah. like, holy crap. Like, that literally just came out of nowhere. But definitely, Joe's character with Captain Howard was just, they were just having this random conversation. Boom. Like, out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, what just happened? And you I got think overall, sniped. that's what these directors did to change things up is they made you care about the characters more, which is definitely um, a big improvement over the the first two movies because the first two I haven't seen them in a while, but yeah, I was gonna ask, did, like, did you watch them before this? Because I I didn't. I don't even know if it's because the first Bad Boys came out in 1995, so I yeah. wouldn't have seen that when it came out, obviously. But Same, yeah, I definitely remember watching the second one like a few times. And yeah, enjoying it. I do like how they actually had, um, you know, Martin's uh, uh, daughter's boyfriend come back. That that was very funny. That was very funny. <laughs> he hasn't changed like at all. At in the all. Past Seventeen years. Literally looks like the same, just a little bit taller and like a little bit more tone and hair. Like that's that's pretty much it. But that I really did appreciate as well. But yeah, I would definitely have to agree, man. Normally with like these buddy cop type movies, you know, we see with like 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street. Um, God, I'm trying to think of, uh, I guess you could say kind of sort of Lethal Weapon-esque, you know what I mean? Um, you know, a lot of these buddy cop movies are, they're, they're pretty predictable. But this one, I couldn't even tell you what was going on. I do agree with the, you when you were saying how the weakest point was the villain. Like, it was an interesting twist. So yeah, it's his son. But the, the, witch, the witch stuff was, like, it was funny, but, like, really weird. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, yeah, it was it was kind of strange. And I definitely think the whole villain part was just the, the worst part. But I did, like, I did, like, you know, the guy who, um... The guy, what was his name? The guy who played Will Smith's son. Uh, is it Armando Armas? I think that's him. That that, that was the name of his uh, his character, Jacob uh, Scipio. Scipio, I believe that's him. At least I think that's him. Yeah, that's him. And um, you know, he, he did he did a really good job. It's just yeah, he was like really physical. I like that. Yeah, like he was being the crap out of Will Smith, man. But like the quips and everything, it was it was so amazing. Like I love it how you know Martin Lawrence. He's like, I'm gonna try to penetrate him with, with my heart. With my heart. Penetrate his soul with my heart. <laughs> he was like, Don't you turn that on the cheap Marcus? <laughs> I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> like the the chemistry, you know. Obviously, it's it's all it's all there. It's still there. Yeah. Mar- the biggest takeaway from this movie is is how much we've all missed Martin Lawrence, like in movies because yeah it's been a while since he's been in he wasn't he was in beach bum last year yeah i saw it i never saw it either before that it was like probably like 10 years since the movie he was in like yeah i definitely missed how funny he's always been and even with like will smith's recent uh filmography record i mean yeah gemini man he had aladdin which i thought he actually did a really good job in um trying to think what else is he in recently it's, I mean, he's he's been in so much, so it's kind of like you know, 
But normally when, you know, when Will Smith is in a movie, everybody goes to see it. Like, no matter how good or bad. I definitely think this is a big, giant uh, step up from um, Gemini Man. I still haven't seen it because especially, like, you know, you know, Devin with him being a really good character of judgment for everyone listening out there. It's like, he's he's like, yeah, I went to go see it. I was like, and he was like... It was rough. I was like, oof. Didn't you say you almost fell asleep? Or was that a different yeah. movie? I was like, okay, yeah, I can't go see that then. Gemini guy. Gemini guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, look, I'm looking it up now. The last movie Martin Lawrence was in before um, Beach Bum last year was Big, Big Mama's Like Father, Like Son. Oh my gosh, that's right. How wow. How many Mama movies were there? there, there there's quite a few. Like, honestly, they should have stopped after the first one yeah in my opinion because i love the first one there's at least three yeah i yeah i I know that for yeah there's at least three of them but oh well i guess the the guy who actually played uh will smith's father uh jacob uh scipio armano he was uh he's a british actor that's pretty cool interesting yeah had no clue born in 93 it's our age (laughs) <laughs> kicking the crap out of Will Smith in the movie <laughs> how many people can say that I think one of the funnier scenes was the, the plane scene it's oh been a my good god year for, like, for like plane flight scenes like yeah Hobbs and Shaw had a pretty funny one um, it's just been a good the boys that. oh that yeah. was a great plane scene oh my I still I still can't get over that but yeah I, I do agree with you there for sure sorry go ahead just Martin Lawrence just going off about <laughs> Will Smith's witch Witch lover. Hilarious. <laughs> he, he's like, how are you going to screw a witch? <laughs> Without a condom. Without a condom. And then that one guy. The guy that kept switching seats. <laughs> he was. He looked so confused. I was like, this, this, this poor dude. Like, he's just, he's just trying to get to his destination. And they're talking about, you know, blowing up stuff and <laughs> screwing witches and whatnot. Oh man, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else there was. I mean, there, there were so many great, you know, the comedy was on point with this. I definitely did think one of them was going to die. Um, I thought it was actually going to be Martin Lawrence, but I was really hoping it wasn't going to be him. But uh, so I was thankful he. Oh really? Made it through. You were hoping Will Smith was going to bite the bullet. I didn't want either of them to, but I was just like, oh, please don't let Martin Lawrence die. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially when he was. Uh, you know, uh, hang off the cliff. He's like, my ass is cooking. <laughs> I can smell my ass cooking. <laughs> Man. So many, so many funny parts. I loved when Will Smith dropped off the baby in, uh, oh, yeah, and, 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 at, at the spa. spa. Oh he my just, God. like, walks in slowly, puts it down. He was like, 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 she's like, no, 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 no. It's so funny because it's like it's it's the biggest commitment, and she pretty much has to give up like the rest of her day, which was hilarious. And then like, just Martin Lawrence just like being afraid of his wife. It's like <laughs> it's been used so many times, but it's just still so funny. <laughs> she knows. She always knows. <laughs> as soon as her what was it a Prius? Whatever that weird ass. It, it, it was some version of a Prius. He said it was it was like a Nissan something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's right, man. Well, yeah. So so many great great uh, lines in this movie. I would definitely go see this again if if you know one of my friends wanted to like go watch it and I'm like yeah, I'm I'm definitely down to see this again. Absolutely. I think also like 
all pretty much all the action sequences like really worked and they all looked really good. Yeah. Like there were some there were some parts where you can tell there was like oh they had some green screen there, but for the most part, there's some really cool shots that they pulled off here. Yeah, I I totally agree. It was you know the action was on point. It was it was more it was realistic. You know it wasn't like uh, Hobbs and Shaw or any of the uh, Fast and Furious movies because. Wow, it just gets like to like it gets to a certain point where it's like okay, like there's suspense, like you know, of disbelief, but then there's like anime action where you know it's Dragon Ball Z or whatever other anime you're watching, and they're doing all these crazy tricks and flips, and there's like a lot of sports anime out there that's like clearly you know not realistic at all. But I would say this movie was very realistic when it came to the combat it wasn't anything out of the way or supernatural uh, excuse me supernatural or uh unordinary so yeah i thought the chase scenes were really cool too like the first one <laughs> where he's like i told you he's an athlete <laughs> that was funny when, when, when they're doing the uh, the race against each other and then, and then when, he, when he crashes he has that giant like bubble on his forehead and oh to, that's right with the, with the uh the rubber bullet guns yeah. oh my god that was great i was like yeah they're going batman style here because batman like you know he'll he's used bullets but they're rubber bullets so i thought that was actually a really nice touch especially for you know cops not trying to kill anyone again but uh what did you think about the dynamic between uh will and his uh, love interest i kind of they kind of like you know obviously it was there but i they're guess pretty vague about it yeah like i guess they were like you know together towards the ends were they i don't know yeah i think they set it up to where they're probably together now but because like she kind of like gives him like a kiss on the cheek at like the very end right before the dreaded post credit scene because like as soon as as it was over i was gonna get up and then it's like cussing out the scene i'm like and he's like oh like you know goes to his son how are you justin he's like oh, i'm doing pretty good and it's like kind of like a suicide squad thing oh we can find out you know figure out a way to um you know less lesser your sentence and he's like i'm listening i'm like oh my yeah God. like there are ways that they could make a fourth one pretty entertaining but i don't know i'm not just i'm not that excited about it because this one was done like so well and then michael bay is coming back michael bay was in this movie actually like funnily enough he was like the wedding mc <laughs> oh wow i didn't even realize that i'll definitely have to see it on a second viewing to uh, notice it but yeah it's just like you know like i said before it's like they, they set this narrative up for it to be like one last ride and it just completely derails that and i was like sony like this is you, you had something good you had something new you had something that people were interested in and then it's just like oh just kidding we're, we're just gonna make another one but you know, it, it and it's kind of it kind of bears the question why why should we care about Bad Boys Four? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. to, at least to to a certain extent. Like, I mean, it's it's this is clearly just like a cash grab. It's like like I said, opening weekend, boom, they just dropped it on Twitter. We saw it on Culture Crave discussing discussing films like the whole nine, and it's like you know normally when they post something, it's legit. Even with a lights, camera, bars tool. You know, we, we both listen to them a lot, and it's like, I mean, come on, man. I, I'm, I'm, <sighs> Sony. Sony's just, Sony's just being Sony. They're, they're, they are pulling a Sony. This is, well, I can't even say this is pulling a Sony. This is, I guess this is just what, uh this is just what Hollywood is now. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, any uh last comments, questions, concerns before we uh, rate this uh, bad boy? 
it's I just thought it was interesting. Why do you think was the difference? Why do you think this one did well compared to the other legacy movie sequels we got last year? Like Oh, between like Terminary Dark Fate, things of that yeah, nature. And uh, Men in Black, like I don't know why it just I guess this one it did a good job of blending the the past two movies and bringing in new things better than the those movies did. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. And so I, think, I think one of the big issues for Men in Black was that they didn't really reference much of anything from the past movies and that kind of Yeah, it was very vague. Sense. Yeah, very, very and then, little. And, and that's not also Terminator. And issue yeah. Terminator is that the new things they introduced weren't very intriguing. Yeah, because this is actually Yeah, that's a good point. This is actually the first sequel that we've gotten from a older franchise that's done very very well yeah. um i mean and, and exceeded expectations yeah see, in, you see i really don't know what it, it it and i think it boils down to the director because mib international was also sony pictures and yeah. you know I, and i say this a lot like on twitter and you've probably heard me say it before it's just you know sony pictures is very hit or miss with a lot of their films like once every blue moon they'll make a good film little women was was sony um that, that was sony pictures um you know we had bad boys that was sony pictures your mib eh. and then you had i actually i think once upon a time in hollywood had some sony uh or columbia uh pictures which is owned by sony so i just say sony um, but th there's just so many other Sony uh, franchises out there. I have Spider-Man, uh, amazing Spider-Man films, and things like that. But um, I, I don't know what it is. It, it might. I, I can't really say it's the studio. I think it's just the director and, and the writer. Because yeah. everything else that we've seen that's been revamped is just so boring besides i mean but little women was very very good and that that story's been out for like 150 years so it's like we had a phenomenal director phenomenal writer and i think that's what really uh sets it apart because yeah. i i can't think of any other you know franchise that tries to come and even charlie's angel like come on really like it just wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea uh, it, uh, it, uh, Elizabeth Banks, you know, doing bl trying to blame men for that—that that was just a whole big mess. Never, ever blame your audience for a mistake that you made. Like, I'm sorry, that—that's just that should be like a number one rule, because uh, men weren't seeing that movie either. Anyway, um, but yeah, that would be my um, yeah. answer. What uh, what about you? Yeah, I think it really just comes down to the directors and the writers. They struck a pretty good balance as far as paying homage to the original two and also coming in with newer ideas to freshen things up. They did that better than the other sequels did. Yeah. Like even like the high school musical crew, like new like um agents that they brought in, they were all pretty interesting and funny for the most part. Are you talking about for like the new high school musical like series or no, what, what they called the uh they called them like the high school musical um like, oh okay oh, that's that's right that's right yeah yeah and, and i remember that joke and at first i thought that was kind of like a nod to vanessa hudgens because you know she was, it, in it was yeah for sure and what, what, what did you think of her performance really quick by the way um she was kind of there vague kind of vague yeah Not really given much um opportunity but she was she was good enough 
Yeah, I would Ale- def- Alexander Ludwig definitely like solo show from. from, from <laughs> he being, was like, the like, best. The timid, the timid jacked guy is always a funny role. <laughs> he, he's like, like he's like Colossus. Yeah, he literally he was so afraid he had to like go back to therapy because he used to be like a bouncer in a club, and then he's like this super jacked like tech guy. Yeah. And then his scene where he like he goes off on those guys was actually really cool too. Yeah. Definitely one of, and I mean, but you know, all the other side characters with Will Smith's love interests um, as well. It's just, um, I definitely think he he outshined the most. I think his name was Dorn in the movie. Dorn, yeah. And then Rita, that was that was her name. Um, so I mean, she she did a good job. It's just, I definitely think that um, they spent more time. With Vanessa Hudgens, with us just looking at her, like showing scenes of her, but not as much dialogue. Like she was kind of there, but yeah, I, I would definitely agree with you there, for sure. Um, yeah. But but you want to get into spoilers? I mean, nah, wow, not spoilers. You want to get into scores? <laughs> it's Let's been a long. Spoil these scores. Spoil these scores. I'm sorry, man. I'm like half sick. You know, I'm trying my best out here and. Yeah, just fighting the good fight. It, it, was, it was a very, very long weekend. But uh, what would you give this uh, movie out of 100, Bad Boys for Life, until the next ride? <laughs> Bad Boys for Life is getting an 83. 83, all right, okay. okay. I'm not going to end it in a 4 because they ruined that opportunity. You know what? I'll go with a 73. Okay. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, and you know, I feel like a lot of people think that like if something's in the seventies, means that it's really, really bad, and that's not the case at all. It's just, you know, obviously, yes, we we had we got all the all the good stuff from this movie, but I just wish the villains were a little bit more interesting because I was like, wait, okay, why does she want him dead? It's like, okay, yeah, a personal grudge, and that's pretty much all it really was. But I wish it was something just a little bit more deeper than that. And I wish they would have touched base with, um, you know, Will Smith's character and Rita. If, you know, like, they, they hinted at it so much. But you know, overall, just a, a great movie. You know, there was some, like, I didn't, couldn't even, ex- like, I couldn't predict what was going to happen. Especially yeah. towards the end. So that's that's what I really appreciate about this. And we finally have our first, uh, you know, franchise. It's kind of, like, kind of breaking a lot of stereotypes a good january movie and a good sequel to a long franchise yeah i mean people really need to look at these um you know these these directors these writers to find out what's going on i mean we don't even know how much of this was even improvised between will smith and um martin lawrence because they've been acting together for so long it's it might just be second nature to them or like honestly and even with men in black you know, going back to your question about what made this better, it's just the, these are the original characters that we've been following for these past two movies. With Men in Black, like yes, we 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 pretty much got Thor and and Valkyrie again, together again, just in a different uh, setting. And yes, they have great chemistry, but you know, it it wasn't the original. It, cast. it felt felt meaningless. Yeah. It really did. Even with Charlie's Angels, I mean, I guess, I mean, with Terminator, Dark Fate, you, yeah, you you had uh, Sarah Connor and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger as well, but I, I don't know. They, they, they stole the show from the new guys. Yeah, 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 I agree. 
And it's like, you, you have to find that balance. If you're going to make it all about the old characters, make it all about the old characters. Like, yeah, that's, that's what this did. Or, like, Star Wars. Honestly, I mean, what Luke Skywalker was in Force Awakens for, like, what, 15 seconds? He lost all that weight for, like, 15, 20 seconds on screen. And then, like, yeah, he, he was in the, um, you know, Last Jedi and, you know, in uh, Rise of Skywalker. But he, they de- the older characters definitely took more of a back seat while the new characters drove. But with this movie, it's, you know, it's it's old characters. I'll just, you know, continue, continuing that story. But, yeah, 73 from me, uh, 83 from Devin. And uh, I believe that pretty much wraps up here, unless you want to say anything else really quick. I was just gonna say, if you liked the first two bad boys, you just you, you have to see this one. Like, it, yeah, it kept all the same like flavor from the first two and added some new things that made it even better. Yeah, I agree. My mom actually went to the theater to watch a movie for like a lot first time in like forever. She saw Marriage Story. She really liked it. Uh, she didn't watch The Irishman because she saw that runtime. <laughs> yeah, and she loves Martin Scorsese, but she was like. I don't think I can do this. But yeah, she went to go see it. A few of my buddies down here went to go see it over the weekend. And I was surprised that people were actually going to go see this movie. Because usually, you know, with my group of friends down here, you know, if, if it's not like a big like summer blockbuster, they, they're not really going to go see the movie unless it really interests them. So they were like, yo. What did, what, did, uh, what did she think? She liked it a lot. My mom liked it a lot. Like she texted she's, she's like, yeah, it was like really good. Like she yeah. was happy that she went to go see it. So I haven't really seen anyone like dislike it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I will definitely see myself picking this up on uh on Blu-ray when it comes out. Like absolutely. The other two probably not. But <laughs> I think I think they're on Netflix. If you wanted to give them a rewatch. Ooh, man! I wish I would have known that before, but that's all right. Definitely have to. There's so many things. I still gotta watch Aquaman. Per our uh, bets. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that this weekend because this past weekend I was the, literally... The Aquaman up. Venom double feature going. Wow. What? Okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're, we're not doing the whole Venom thing. Absolutely not. Unless you want to, you know, throw some chips on the table for uh, the Oscar, um, you know, uh, nominees to figure out who's going to win. Unless you want to watch Venom. But that means you would have to buy Venom to watch it. <laughs> oh, that's commitment. See, I already, yeah, we, I already have Aquaman. You know, I won that in in a contest and a giveaway, so I'm I'm good there. But all right, but uh, yeah, actually, um, I forgot to mention this during the beginning of this review. Uh, you can listen to uh, this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Film Optics. Um, you can also follow us at all those said mentioned major platforms at Film Optics. And Optics is spelled O P T I X. And yeah, um, I think I was actually thinking we should uh, review The Gentleman coming up this week. I'm very, uh, I mean, it's this guy Richie, you know, like. Why, why, yeah, why not? I think, I think that was, I was planning on seeing that. But yeah. Decent enough. I mean, there's nothing really else out <laughs> that, like, you know, we already reviewed 1917, and, I mean, do you really want to go see Underwater? Uh, <laughs> so it's like, we're, we're, we're kind of, we're stuck with rocking a hard place, but it's, it's not a bad, you know, situation to be in, because I'm actually looking forward Dude, to you it. You just got to get through January. Yeah. Seriously, though. Like, oh my gosh, we're 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 almost there. It's a leap year too, so we got to remember this that one extra day in February. Uh. 
But all right, everybody, that pretty much does it here for us today. Uh, we will see you guys in the next one. No peace, Devin? Peace.